Congratulations. It's a boy. Mm. And his name is Tennis Podcast. Okay. And my name is Nick Amell. I'm the host of Your Boy, the Tennis Podcast. And this is the show where every week one of us brings a top tennis list. The other doesn't know what that list is. And they try to guess items one through 10 along with you, the folks at home. I'm joined today by the biggest baby I've ever met. It's Dr. Buster. How are you? And how are your warts? Well, if I'm the biggest baby around, then I would have to say that the phrase, the legend from the late 90s holds true that indeed, baby does, got back. Yeah. Put every single dancing woman in that music video for Baby Got Back, mm-hmm. you put them to shame. And they're dancing on a big stage-sized <laughs> ass while they do Yeah, that. naturally. What else do you expect? Dr. Buster, the listeners might not notice this because of the release schedule, but this is actually the first time we're recording together in quite a while. And why is that? What have you been doing? Just been sitting around? Anything new going on at your house? Well, a lot of things will happen in the course of a year. And as you get towards the end of a calendar year, you really start to reflect on things that you think would make your life better. Some things that can recharge, revamp the daily habits. And when I was really taking a good long look in the mirror at 2022... I felt like less time with Nick Amell was exactly what I needed to be refreshed for the new year. So I said, you know, I got to take a step back from my show, The Tennis Pod, and I'm going to let Nick really take over for a while. Hang on. Are you talking about way back in 2018 when I started the show by myself? Hmm. Well, what's really been going on is there's a new living creature in your home, an offspring. Indeed. Congrats, by the way. Thank Everyone you. is clapping right now at home. Dr. Buster, new father. They're all booty clapping for me. <laughs> that new baby inspired me, Dr. Buster, because mm. I thought, what better way to celebrate your new baby than to revisit the most popular baby names of the year 2022, year of our Lord 2022. Okay. That's what you're going to be guessing today. So top 10. And I don't ba- want to hear any whining about it. It's non-gender specific, right? So it's not like there's five male, five female. It's just the top 10. I have 10 of each. 10 boy, 10 girl. Oh. But I only have notes for the top five of each due to time. Got it. My sources for this are thebump.com, babycenter.com, and names.org. Buster, taking the roaring 20s to heart, baby names from generations past are coming back swinging for 2022's top baby names This comes from the Social Security Administration, so this is United States babies only. Only babies that matter, am I right? (laughs) Uh, And we did previously cover baby names back on episode number four and episode number 34. So this will be our third edition. And like I said, we're going to the Social Security Administration, so we are getting this data straight from the teat of our Lord and Savior, the U.S. government. Straight from the horse's mouth. Straight from the horse's mouth, that's right. Now, so would that mean that the Social Security Administration reports these names out and then a nonprofit organization called Names.org compiles them for consumer consumption? That's right. Any other inside baseball topics you want to discuss for our listeners? Well, it just seems so odd. (laughs) That's somebody's job. Yeah. That's content, Buster. We live, content is king. Would you like that to be your job, your full-time job? My job fucking right now. I'm doing this list with you right now. Uh, Can't wait to crack into another Excel spreadsheet of a million new babies' names so that I can tabulate it so that podcasters and interested parents alike can get on this website and browse the names. Hey, I'm glad there's someone out there doing it, but wouldn't want it to be me. Well, you better be glad someone out there's doing it because otherwise we don't got nothing to talk about today. Well, we would just have a different list, you know. No. For those of us who have any creative juices within our our being, we could go out and find another list that's not baby name related, but... What kind of juices do you have in your being? Well... Sorry, I missed... Currently, at least seven. (laughs) At least one of them will be leaking out during the recording of this episode. All right, you're fucking done. We're done, Buster. We get it. We don't need to hear about your juices leaking out. Fuck. Let's talk about some baby names that are probably not in the top ten. This is for the year 2022. Tell me if you think any of these are in the top 10. Earl. Earl had to die, so I'm going to say no, Earl is not in the top 10. (laughs) Okay, hot take. Blanche. Blanche. Not a fan of the name. You're not a fan of the name Blanche? I don't think it's in the top 10. Okay, well, we just lost like 40% of our listeners who happen to be named Blanche. (laughs) 
You look at the list of all your Patreon subscribers and just half of them are Blanche, apparently. <laughs> Do you think the name Goliath made the top 10 for 2022? I don't, no. Now, why do you say that? Seems like an awful hot take. <laughs> Why would that be a hot take? Has Goliath been in the news a lot lately? Because Goliath is a classic. Okay, Goliath sure. is just a beautiful name. It is yeah. one we're all familiar with. Like, we're all familiar with the name Poseidon. Um, that doesn't mean that it's popular or trendy <laughs> right now. even better. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever have another baby, and I won't, then I will name it Poseidon. My next kitty will be named Poseidon. That's such a good name. King of the Sea. All right. Do you think the name Buster is in the top 10? If it's not, then this, this nation is going to hell in a handbasket because people don't have their priorities straight and what they would name either a boy or a baby girl. They should both be Buster, number one, on both top 10 lists. The true story of how you became known as Buster is as a baby, you came out of your mom's vagina hmm. and- Allegedly, someone... allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. I, I guess I wasn't there. I can't confirm that for sure. <laughs> well, let's hope you weren't. And when you came out, you were so big and fat and gargantuan and Goliath-like that someone said, my God, that's a buster of a baby. <laughs> yeah, a little bit prior to that, actually, when they were doing the growth scans for me and I was getting bigger, they thought that my mom was having twins. But when they found out via either the ultrasound or maybe they set a couple of stones on my mother's stomach and saw which way they rolled, who knows how they did it back in 1989. <laughs> whatever arcane technology they were using. But when they found out it was a single baby boy, they thought, wow, that's just going to be one big old baby. So my dad's friend started calling me Buster while I was still in the womb, and the nickname stuck ever since. And we just added doctor in front of it to sound funny because you're not actually a doctor. <laughs> no. Right? It, right. Yeah. Such a ridiculous name. You got to give it some sort of credibility so that people will download this episode. And we hope someday someone will download this episode. We're begging you. Just even one person. Well, if they're listening to it right now, then you already have. So I guess the joke's on you. Well, we don't know that anyone's listening to it. Could just be us talking well, to each if other. If they are, we can already address them. Because in the case mm. of the noise ever being heard by another pair or singular human ear or pair of ears, let's not assume, then... We can address them as Wait, such. did you say a pear has ears, like the fruit? That's a weird, that, that's a weird thought. It's apparent that that was not a good joke, so. Mm. Buster, if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one around to hear it, does it make yes. a noise? Yes. That's a silly question. I agree. I agree. Hey, I'm with you. You got any other dumbass okay. questions before we start guessing this list? How about the name Rasputin? Ooh, Rasputin. You think that's in the top 10? Uh, no. What about Bob? Bob making a comeback yet? No, Bob, but uh, I think this name's making a comeback. Adolf. Hmm, okay. That's your son's name, right? Or at least that's what you really wanted it to be. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. Let's say you and your wife, you just had your first baby. And let's say you both were kind of batting names around. And as it got closer, time's running out. And you're like, okay, here's my short list of my favorite names. What are yours, honey? And she says... If we don't name this child Adolf, I'm fucking leaving you, and you'll never see me or this baby again. What do you say? Where's my prenup? <laughs> I thought I knew you. You wouldn't do it? You wouldn't give her Adolf? No. There's no way you can Buster, dress that. That's your wife. That's your baby. Well, it was my- Call it by its middle name. It was my wife until I realized that her favorite name was Adolf. <laughs> I would spend many years thereafter reanalyzing and walking back through all our previous conversations, the long nights we shared together, our first dates, and just really wonder how no corner of conversation ever touched this aspect of her opinion. Hmm. Well, she was waiting until she had you. Baby's almost here. Yeah. And it's hard for you to say no. I was in the throes. Women, they do that. Last name is, and this one's really popular. I've been seeing it on a lot of trendy influencer Instagram accounts, things like that. Uh, Bathsheba. Ooh, ooh, Bathsheba. <laughs> That's a biblical name, isn't it? Yeah. Man. Now, it's very clear to me where that name originated. Someone was in the bath. They were on the spot. Baby, we got to name this thing real quick. What do you want to name it? Uh, uh, Bath, uh, Sheba. <laughs> and that, that became the name. I think, you know, naming your children after your surroundings was a very common practice up until relatively recently. Well, it is. That's why my babies are named keyboard and television. 
<laughs> Enough bullshitting. Let's get to the names. I have the top 10 girl names and the top 10 boy names. Obviously, that's 20 things. So, I only have notes on 10 out of those 20 things. So, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna get a piece of Grab paper. Grab your calculator. Right here. Make sure that's accurate. I need to double check and make sure that. <laughs> wait, you said ten. You said ten plus, huh? Ten. Nine. Ten. Okay, so uh, ten. The yeah. one. Bring the six over. Okay. Yep. Twenty. You're pretty good at math. Buster, you can stop criticizing my math skills. It's not like you were ever a math teacher or something. Where do you get off? Where do I get off? Let's not put that on the podcast. Okay. That's a pretty personal question. Buster, we know that you hate women and hate girls, so let's start with the boys. Not true. What's your first guess for a boy name? Why don't we start with the, the feminine list first, then? Okay, if you want to. It doesn't sound very Buster-like. Okay, hold on. Let, let's go back for a moment. <laughs> I had a thought. A little non-sequitur, but I think it's an interesting question for you. You mentioned, where do I get off? And I was making a joke and I thought, well, typically that probably happens in most people's bedrooms. Bad joke. Now, when you are giving a tour of your home to a new individual or you're seeing the tour of someone else's home, how do you feel about taking guests during the tour into the master bedroom? Do you think that's a weird move or it's obligatory and it's just part of it? I don't know how many tours you're giving. Are you running a hotel over there at your place? But uh, for Do the... hotels usually take their patrons through the entire hotel and show them every aspect? <laughs> they don't give them a tour. You go right to the room you're staying in. No, no, no. I don't stay in a hotel unless they give me a tour of every single room and every single floor. I want to make sure that, every, that there's no criminal activities happening in that hotel that I could be attached to. When you're a podcast celebrity like me, Buster, you got to take these steps to keep your image clean. See, when you get to a certain status of celebrity, you'd have an assistant to do that type of thorough checking for you. So I, I guess you're not doing that well. But I can't trust my assistant. Well, that, then you hired wrong. There's no... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm getting back to your question. So is it weird to take someone to the master bedroom? If it's a quick like walk through and you're just like, okay, here's the master bedroom and you move on. We're not spending a lot of time in there. I think that's okay. If you take someone in the master bedroom and you're like, okay, here's the windows, here's the dresser, there's the bed where I conceived my children, there's the bed where I get spanked and have a, a leash on sometimes. A gag placed in my mouth from time to time, usually only about once a month. <laughs> you tell them how much money you spent on this mattress and you ask them to lay down and yeah. test it out, try it out. Tell them that they can't really try it out fully unless they're naked because you got to feel <laughs> the mattress on your skin. You got to feel it like we feel it. Right? Yeah. Right. Well, and that's why when your mom came over, I insisted she get naked on my bed. Back to my birth story. All right. Give me your guess. Girl or boy, I don't care. My guess. And things are coming back round from decades past, some of them from the 20s. So we're going way back. What about the name Cora? No. Can you give a real guess now? That's a real guess. Hazel. No Cora, no Hazel, no Dorothy. These are really bad. No Jessica. I'm sure when you guys were coming up with names for your baby, you heard name suggestions or you read name suggestions. Nick, I'm Think guessing 10 out names. of literally thousands. Thou <laughs> Do you know how many names we tossed around back and forth? Thousands. How am I supposed to guess those right out of thin air? I could guess these with my eyes closed. Yeah, well, you have hindsight bias. You've seen the list. It's obvious once you hear it. <sighs> Fuck. All right, throw out a few more guesses, and if you still can't get it, I'll give you some hints. Jade. Jade is a better guess, but it's still not in the top 10. Evelyn. Evelyn is number 10 on the list. Okay. It only took you 10 tries, but you got number 10, Evelyn. The 10th most popular baby girl name of 2022, Evelyn. Well, knew it. I only have notes on the top five, so I don't have notes for Evelyn. So you'd hate everyone named Evelyn? Actually, yes. I will stick up for the Blanches of the world, but <laughs> anyone out there that's named Evelyn can just go ahead and fucking unsubscribe. We don't got time for your shit here. All right. And what's sad about what I just said is these people are babies. <laughs> this is a baby name list. Yeah. So babies named Evelyn. Sorry. Sorry. But it's the way I feel. Hey, how quickly should they be learning that the world is full of disappointment and assholes like Nick? 
This is a scary world, Evelyn. It's a rough, brutal, dog-eat-dog world. You got to get used to it. Do you have another guess? Hmm, I'm thinking. Well, that's a first. Good one. Um, okay, why don't I give you some hints here? Okay. Let's go with number nine. Number nine is also a major city. A major American city. Charlotte. Charlotte, you got it, bub. Oh. Charlotte is the ninth most popular baby girl name. Knew it. Don't give me an oh like you got it when I fucking just told you. I couldn't have... <sighs> oh, you're right, Nick. There's only one major American city in the whole country that I could have guessed. Yeah, well, it wasn't Minneapolis. <laughs> There's no babies <laughs> named Tallahassee. I beg to differ on that. Show me I... a baby named San Francisco. There, well, <sighs> you're, re- you're rightfully pissing me off already. We're only two of 20 in here. <laughs> Are you still thinking? <laughs> it's taking so long over there. Well, I, you, how many lists have you guessed at this point? This is the longest you've ever... I thought you were going to lead me into a, a hint for number eight. But I was also kind of contemplating right, the, uh, what names I had heard recently for young kids. All right. Number eight is three letters. Mia. Whoa. Buster. Did you gain telepathic skills or something? Knew it. Since we last talked? That was impressive. Mia is number eight. Oh, Mama Mia. <laughs> Mama Mia. Here I go again. You make my, a joke my. about me being so bad at guessing top ten lists, and then I've blown your mind three times in a row just now. No, I think this has more to do with the excellent hints you're giving by the excellent hint giver. <laughs> more so than the guesser. Hey, Dr. Buster here. Did you know that some of your fellow listeners knew the topic of today's episode weeks in advance? Say what? Well, that's because they're signed up to the free Tennis Podcast newsletter. The Tennis Pod newsletter hits inboxes on the first Friday of every month, and it is the only place to get the next month's worth of episode topics in advance. Hey, that's pretty sweet. That way you know in advance when and how Nick is going to disappoint you. Plus, you can read my exclusive blog in the newsletter. That's right. Yeah, boy. And my sidekick host, Nick, will also let you in on the latest behind-the-scenes notes and tidbits about Tennis Podcasts. Get all of this and more by taking about 10 seconds to sign up. Just go to TennisPod.com slash newsletter. All we need is your email address and you are in. You can also check the show notes of this episode for a direct link. Don't waste another second. Go to TennisPod.com forward slash newsletter to sign up right now. Are there any other three-letter names on the list? Actually, yes. Number four is three letters. It's not Amy, is it? No, but not too far off. Ari. No. Allie. No. Does it start with an A? Yeah. Mm. Everyone out there having fun? (laughs) It's a fun list, huh? This was your list. (laughs) I know. I'm kind of regretting it, but here we are. I'll give it to you. It's Ava. Ava. I like it. Yeah, that's number four. The name Ava means bird, bird bird-like, life, voice, or sound. I imagine the parents, as Ava's growing up in about elementary school, a bunch of birds fly over the car, just shit all over the windshield, and the dad or the mom smiles and is like, you know, Ava, we ever told you where we got your name from? You remind us of this very moment. You're so bird-like. This bird shit. Do you remember in high school when uh, we went, I know, I know you know, just based already, but we walked out to our cars in the parking lot, and like, I feel like the birds did a contest and said, any bird that shits on these cars wins 20 billion pounds of bird seed. And every bird from the tri-state area came down and shit on our cars. I mean, they were covered. And then the Do you remember vehicles that? just about two stalls over were completely spared. I mean, it looked right, like right. a hit job. They took a Gatling gun of bird shit and just spewed <laughs> it down these probably like four cars. And that was it. Buster, they didn't take a Gatling gun. They took their fucking asses and just positioned them over our cars in the sky and shit on them. Nick, in the English language, we would call that a metaphor. 
I didn't mean that the birds had an actual Gatling gun. I mean, come on. They wouldn't even know how to operate it, much less hold one. What makes a bird do that? Because maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they're like dogs where they have to, you know, piss and shit where they smell other piss and shit. <laughs> I think they just go wherever, you know? It's not like they're trying to cover up other shit when they I shit. I don't think birds even realize when they shit. They don't, they don't even seem self-aware <laughs> enough. They're just flying along and then maybe like they heard a, an 18-wheeler put out a, a loud honk. And just a whole group of them was like, oh, shit. And they all sit at the exact same time right on our cars. It has to be something like that, yeah. Because you're right. I don't think they think about it. So why then are they targeting my poor car? But I'll never forget seeing all that bird shit. All right. More about Ava, the bird-like name. It reached top 10 status on the Social Security Administration's list in 2005 and has been a top five baby name for American girls ever since. That's going on 20 years. Wow. So here's more about the bird-like thing. Sounding akin to a sweet prayer or soft chorus, Ava is thought to come from the Latin avis, meaning bird or bird-like. Filled with spirit, Ava boasts an unquenchable zest for living, sure to invigorate your little one from their first breath. That's from, <laughs> that's a copy-paste from names.org. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's Ava shitting on cars since 2005 at least. Yeah, I'm just going to go out and say ahead of all these descriptions that none of the way they write these named descriptions with flowery language, that's not the way the kids actually feel. No, of course not. Instead, they get teased in middle school. People are like, oh, you're going to sell us Avon, Ava? You're so fucking cool. <laughs> that was a good joke, Buster. Thank you. Is that one you used on an Ava? In I was imitating middle schoolers. It's not like I was trying for highbrow humor. Well, we would, no one would ever look to you for highbrow humor anyway, Buster. That's not your brand. Number seven is a name that reminds me of the moon. Luna. Luna, you got it. Number seven, Luna. I like the name Luna. I do too. It's great. Don't remember asking your opinion, but thanks anyway. Nobody asked yours either. You voluntold us. But I'm the host. Number six is... A classic and a modern. It's been around a long time. I feel like it's made a big comeback in recent years. How many letters? Mm, eight. Ooh. And it has at least three syllables. I think three syllables. Jocelyn? No. Not Elizabeth? No. Stephanie? No. It has a very kind of pretty sound to it. It might be French or... I don't know, actually, the origin of it. Well, Nick, shouldn't we say that all of these top 10 girl names are very pretty? Yeah, especially Blanche. Wouldn't that be the equitable thing to say? You're never going to get us. I'll just tell you. It's Isabella. Isabella. Isabella, number six. Knew it. Number five, I mean, it's not, the letters are not the same, but like kind of the same vibe as in Isabella. Not Isabel, right? Starts with an S. Not Susanna? These are hard to give hints for. The word means wisdom. Hmm. I'm sure that's a huge help. It's Sophia. Sophia. The name Sophia is number five. From the Greek word, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, it just looks like gibberish. Sophia was an important Hellenistic, Platonic, and agnostic concept denoting cleverness, intelligence, and wisdom, even forming the root of the word philosophy, meaning love of wisdom. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah, Sophia. In the contemporary English-speaking world, Sophia has become wildly popular as a given name where it is noted for its graceful femininity... Feminity... I can never say that. Femininity. Femininity? And you were the one just moments ago telling me I was incapable of a highbrow. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just struggling with that word. Femininity. We all know you're struggling. We've been listening for a while. Yeah. It just sounds like too many ends. Anyway. If you're hoping to give baby that will imbue her with sagacity while still turning heads, Sophia is a wise choice. <laughs> like, what? Whatever. As you said, this is someone's job to write this shit, so God bless them. You know how parents land on a name like Sophia, all the other names that sounded good rolling off the tongue between the parents, they just didn't have a bad association growing up with a Sophia. And they're like, yeah, that's good. Let's do yeah. it. They were doing what with their tongues, though, to each other? Sorry, All I right. missed that part. Moving on, number three. 
That's probably how Sophia was born. <laughs> so you just need three, two, and one. I don't know if you impregnated your wife with your mouth, but if that's the case, we've <laughs> got to be talking after this episode. <laughs> Wait, you I don't... either need tips and pointers or I've got tons of questions. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> I think it's really strange you'd ask me that question because it isn't it doesn't everyone impregnate with their mouths? It's weird. You carry the sperm using your mouth like a little purse and then dump it inside. Right? <laughs> Duh. Much like a parent bird would deliver some regurgitated exactly. snacks to their babies. Yeah. Bringing it all back to Ava. Number three is another A name. Not Ariel. No. Ariana. No. These are good guesses, though, because they're timely. But I don't think this name is timely. This one's kind of a classic. What's the second letter? M. M. Amanda. Nope. It's a Roman word. Amelia. Amelia. Aren't you glad you have such a good hint giver here on the show with you? Yeah. That's what I'm grateful for. (laughs) Number three is Amelia and means industrious, striving, and work. Are you glad Amelia's out there listening that your name comes from the word work? Like it was so much work to have you, so much work to deal with you. So much work to be you, to have your name be Amelia, how to even spell that. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, it's not hard to spell, but... Not not all of us are good spellers. Very true. Once a more unusual choice for a baby name, Amelia has seen a surge in popularity in recent years thanks in part to its beautiful feminine sound and inspiring meetings. Now, I take issue with that. Because if its popularity has surged because of its beautiful feminine sound and inspiring meanings, hasn't that always been the case? That's not why it surged. I agree. It's like people who lost something around the house and then they refound it. Yeah. It didn't stop being beautiful in the interim. People just forgot about it and left it. Yep. Thanks for repeating what I said. <laughs> With this name, baby Amelia will undoubtedly know the value of hard work and will have the... <laughs> ingenuity, ambition, and integrity to make her dreams come true. And if she doesn't, she's just an entitled millennial or a Gen Zer. Am I right? You're right, Buster. Nobody wants to work anymore, damn it. This editor of where I pulled this from, one of those websites I mentioned earlier, they're putting some lofty assumptions on Amelia's out there that they will know the value of hard work and their dreams will come true. I'm sure there's plenty of Amelia's out there whose dreams have not come true. It's just like a horoscope, man. I mean, like, you could line up 100 Amelias. None of them are going to be the exact same. They're all going to be so different. And if you ever do get the chance to line up 100 Amelias, I do recommend it. <laughs> we could ameliorate that desire. Stop. You just need number two and Come one. Come on, that, you got to admit, that was not bad. I admit nothing. Number two is a four-letter name that begins with the letter E. Is it Aaron? With an e? No. L? No. What's the second letter? M. E-M. Emma. Emma. Emma is number two on the top ten. Emma is a girl's given name of German origin that originally denoted names beginning with Ermin. This elegant name means whole or universe, which is fitting seeing as baby will undoubtedly be the center of your world. Or not, because there's a lot of bad parents out there. Sorry, Emmas. Yeah, and bad Emmas. And bad Emmas. Yeah? What's a bad Emma? Huh? What's a bad Emma for you? Uh, I don't know. I just mean, like, some babies suck. What do you they have against bad. Emma Watson and Emma Stone? Huh? You don't like their work? I enjoy both their works. But they're the good Emmas. There's bad Emmas, too. Mm. We just don't... They're not famous because they're bad. But the name Emma has royal roots, and for centuries it was synonymous with regal figures such as Emma of Normandy. From Jane Austen's smart and savvy heroine in Emma to Emma Thompson, Stone, and Watson, this is a timeless choice for strong-willed and confident women. Emma Thompson. Good callback. That's one I should have mentioned. Well, too late. Emma got another boost when Friends writers chose the name for the baby daughter of Rachel and Ross. The baby Emma was born on the season 8 finale of the show, which aired in May 2002. And by the end of that year, that same year, 2002, Emma had skyrocketed up the list of Social Security Administration to spot number 4, and in 2003, Emma has been in the top 3 ever since 2003. 20 years. Wow. It's interesting how one cultural piece, albeit possibly even fiction, can revolutionize how people are naming their children. 
Yeah, I'm sure it didn't hurt that Emma Watson was in, that was right as Harry Potter was blown up, the Harry Potter movies. Well, I didn't see Hermione here on the top 10, so I'm not sure. All right. So you just need number one left on the girl names, and it sounds like a fruit. So it sounds similar to the fruit, but it's not the same exact name. Correct. Do you need me to hold your hand anymore, or do you think you can take it from here? Uh, plantain? <laughs> yeah, plantain. That's it. <laughs> oh. I think we're actually looking for watermelon. That's the baby name. <laughs> Watermelona. Watermelona. The meaning might help you. Peace. What do you extend to someone when you're trying to offer peace? Olive branch? Olive. Olivia. Olivia. Yep. Let me guess. You knew it? Nope. This is number one, and it has been number one every year since 2019. The name is Latin. Its primary meaning is olive tree, making it suitable for parents seeking an earthy, nature-inspired name for their precious bundle. The precious bundle also tends to be salty as shit, so don't cross <laughs> Olivia. And it's also presumptuous of you, editor of this article, to presume that my precious bundle is a baby. I have lots of precious bundles in my house, and none of them are babies. Including a can of pitted green olives yeah. that I love to wrap my lips around as a good oh, old God, nighttime stop. snack. You might be the only person on the planet that enjoys olives as a nighttime snack. I very vehemently disagree. I know there's people out there that love eating olives. Okay, well, I'm sure there's people out there, too, that love serial killing. I, well, there well, are. Doesn't mean it's okay. But my wife is one of them, but she prefers black olives. I'm more of the green assortment. Sorry, you said your wife prefers black? <laughs> olives, yeah. Your wife likes them black? Yes. Just making sure I heard that right. Okay. In Greek mythology, olive trees are symbols of peace and friendship, leading to the popular term to extend an olive branch as a sign of reconciliation. But the name Olivia was first popularized at the beginning of the 17th century in Shakespeare's romantic comedy Twelfth Night. Man. So that's number one, Olivia. Let's go back through the top 10 girl names that you didn't guess, like even a single one without help. I did. And number 10 was Evelyn. Number nine is Charlotte. Number eight is Mia. Or is it Maya? Is it Maya? It depends. I've heard it both ways. Okay. Number seven is Luna. Number six is Isabella. Number five is Sophia. Number four is Ava. Number three is Amelia. Number two is Emma. And number one is Olivia. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, Olivia. Don't do that again. All right, now let's move to the boys, your favorite. Give me the top ten boy names. The boys are back in town. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, guessing, first guess here, Jackson. Not on the top 10. Interesting. Now, more so for the boy names than the girl names, at least my observation, is a lot of the boy names, you can point to a lot of famous people with the same names, right? Like, there's not a ton of famous Lunas or um, Amelias that I can think of anyway, whereas there are a bunch of famous men today that I can think of with these names. All right. George. No. I like the name George. Well, we didn't ask. Michael. Michael's a classic, uh, but no, 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 Michael. Steven. No, Buster. Ryan. No. You need to think more modern than these. Well, it's not like there are a bunch of 18 month olds that are celebrities. I right, think about biblical. Biblical names that you still hear a lot today Isaac. No. Luke. Close. There's a variation of Luke. Lucas. Lucas is number six. Lucas Oil. <laughs> yes, Buster. <laughs> Lucas Oil. Or Lucas from uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Well, if you're going to bring up a random ass name, <laughs> then so can I. <laughs> Matthew. No, but there is a variation of Matthew, a, a Spanish version of that name. Mateo? Mateo is number five. Really? 
Yeah, I just said it. Number five. That's wild. It means gift of God. And it first broke into the Social Security Administration's most popular baby names in 1995. But by 2015, it was one of the top 100 names. And in 2020, it's, it was number 20. And now it's number five. So it has really climbed the ranks in a short amount of time. The English version of Mateo is Matthew, a name of Hebrew origin and the name of one of Jesus' 12 disciples and the first book of the New Testament in the Bible. Like many biblical names, Matthew is a perennial favorite, while Mateo has been popular in Spanish-speaking cultures for centuries. Mateo's popularity in the United States is no doubt due to the increased Hispanic and Latino immigration to the country over the last century, shaping cultural trends as well as the modern parenting trend of paying homage to popular names in a unique way. Sure, yeah, people are trying to kind of dust it up, sharpen, try something out new, stick with a familiar, but window dress it a bit. Sure, yeah, all that. Add some zest. Yeah. So speaking of zest, do you have a zesty guess? John, Jonathan, anything along that line? Mm-mm. Joel? No, more biblical names are in here. David? No. This guy was a king. Hmm. He has a Bible named after him. James? James, that's it. Number 10 is James. 10 is James. Good old LeBron James. How did Jim become short for James? There's no I in James. I wanted the same thing. Same with Bob being short for Robert. Yeah. Why isn't it Rob? I mean, I know some Roberts go by Rob, but a lot of... Dick is short for Robert, which is so weird. No, 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 no. Dick is short for Richard. Oh, Richard. That's right. Which doesn't make sense, but also your dick is short, I've heard. (laughs) But it's also used for Richard. Yeah. Anyway. Hint for number nine. We have an old friend with this name. How many letters? Three. Famous actor today has this name. Well, the longer version of this name. One of the most famous artists in history has this name. You want me to give it to you? Uh, sure. Leo. Leo. Got it. Okay. I was saying Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo da Vinci. Right. Yeah, I was going to guess Leonardo earlier, but... Oh, yeah. Sure you were. Yep. Yep. Sure. I didn't think to shorten it to Leo. Okay. Leo's number nine. So you got 10 James, nine Leo, six Lucas, and five Mateo. Brian? No. There's a popular jeans company. Levi. Levi is number seven in the top 10. Got it. The perfect fit. (laughs) Is that their thing? I don't know. Shout out to all the Levi's. All right, what about number eight? Because everything else after that, you'll have notes for us. Let's, let's go with number eight. Bring me on home. The first part of the word is related to fire or burn, burning. Ash? Yeah, Asher is number eight. Asher. Yep. So let's get to the good shit. You got four, three, two, and one left. I think they're all biblical. Number three might not be, but at least three of the four of these are biblical. I'm really showing my lack of biblical prowess here. Uh, By the way, we have a Bible episode coming up I'm going to do with you soon. So, there's a teaser. Be re-exposed all over again for my heathenistic tendencies. So, who is the main actor in the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Uh, Viggo Mortensen? No, you fucking idiot. Who plays Frodo? (laughs) Elijah Wood. Yes. But he's he's not the main character. I would really like to see a pie chart of people who have on-screen time throughout the Lord of the Rings. Buster? I would be very curious to know who comes out on top of that. I swear to God, if you ask anyone to name the first actor they think of for Lord of the Rings, no one is going to say Viggo Mortensen. They're Uh, all going to say Elijah Wood. So much of the story is built around Aragorn. Yes, obviously Frodo has the ring, but no way he could have done it by himself. Well, I mean, you got John Astin's right there. He can't do it without Samwise the Brave. I know, but uh, Elijah Wood is Frodo. It's See, all built around Frodo. like someone who's not an actual Lord of the Rings fan. I've seen the three Lord of the Rings movies. 
Mm-hmm. And how much did you like them? That's a totally different question. I set aside seven months of time to watch the first movie and then another nine months to watch part two. Uh, I doubt it. You didn't even see the extended director's edition. So. Oh, fuck no. I, I would not have made it. These movies are so long and so boring. Sorry. Your commitment does not impress me. But Elijah Wood is the star of Lord of the... Here, I'll tell you what. Here's how we'll settle this. Okay, so Frodo's number four. Go look at Lord of the... <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Let's see who's listed first in the order of actors. Might be Ian McClellan. Because don't they often also put in bigger names first, even if they don't have such a prominent role? Elijah Wood is listed first. Uh, followed by Ian McClellan. Yeah. Vigo is number four. Orlando Bloom? Uh, he's, he's actually like, I don't know, somewhere around number 10, because there's like 15 actors listed. Oh. Um, so, yeah. What's his name? Suck he played Sodomon is probably up there high. Oh, he Here's the order. It goes ago. Elijah Wood, Ian McKellen, Liv Tyler, Vigo Mortensen, Sean Astin, Kate Blanchett, and then it keeps going. Got it. All right. Anyway, Elijah is number four. It is a masculine name of Hebrew origin holding much sway in the biblical realm. The Book of Kings positions Elijah as an important prophet who defended the worship of the Hebrew God. Revered for upholding and protecting the Jewish religion, Elijah also served as a conduit through which God performed many miracles. Upon his death, this faithful figure ascended the heavens on a chariot of fire, igniting a litany of inspiring imagery for many centuries after. Today, the name remains a reflection of devotion and outspokenness, an inspiring choice for baby. But since 2016, Elijah has been in the top 10 every year. They say that most of that's probably because of the Elijah Wood thing. Hmm. Can't be a coincidence that the award-winning movie phenomenon starring Elijah Wood hit movie theaters just as the name started to rise up the baby name charts. So no Vigo in the top 10, but yes, Elijah. Another interesting example of a fictional work. There's not even an Elijah character. It's just the actor who played Frodo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, number three, there's a fictional work here as well, but it's not a recent fictional work. There is a Charles Dickens novel, and the name of that novel is the same name here. Hmm. I thought you were supposed to be well-read. Aren't you a doctor? I'll be the first to admit that I'm not up to snuff on the classics. Charles Dickens' novel, Blank Twist. Oliver. Oliver is number three. Man, people love their olives. Yeah. Was Olivia number... Th- oh, Olivia was number one on the girls' chart. Oliver number three on the boys' chart. And then your ass goes and makes a silly decree like no one would like to snack on olives at night. People are naming their kids after olives. They love it. It's not because they're... Sna- oh, right. Okay, if... If people were naming their kids what they snacked on at night, then how come there's not more Oreo babies? Yeah. Not more Dorito babies. Not more penis babies. Oh my God. You sick son of a bitch. Well, listen, Oliver, it's derived from the Latin Oliverius, meaning olive tree planter. (laughs) Oliver stands as a symbol of peace, dignity, and friendship. Yet there are many who find more fitting roots in the ancient German name Alifer, imbuing Oliver with the meaning of elf army. Oh. Are you, do you get that? So it says that some like the ancient German version of the name, which is Alifar, spelled with an A, and that word means elf army. I think that's too far in spelling, though. I don't make the rules, kid. You don't abide by them either. Listen to this. This is the one-liner from that website. Only time will tell whether Baby will be a timid peacemaker or a fearsome force. (laughs) Or neither. Could be somewhere in between living a mediocre existence that is just kind of there. Yep. Speaking of mediocre existence, uh, no one knows better than you about that. And why don't you give us another guess? You just need number two and one. Number two is extremely biblical. One of the first biblical names anyone could think of. You know a baby with this name. Noah. Noah is number two. Noah way. All right, that one was pretty good. It's been in the top 10 since 2009. In its masculine form, Noah derives from Noah, a Hebrew name meaning rest or repose. 
In the Bible, Noah was an important figure who built the ark that saved his family and every species of animal. We're going to talk about that here. Allegedly. Yeah, as baby Noah grows, they will undoubtedly progress and explore, safe in the knowledge that they can return home to renew and restore always. So, Buster, you're definitely a believer of the Noah's Ark legend, right? You know, Nick, such a culturally loaded time. There's so many ways to decipher the, the word believer. So, no. Wow. Okay, enjoy hell. <laughs> you know, when I, I grew up in a religious household, I'm not religious now, if you haven't guessed, but I was taught that the Bible was literal in meaning. I know some are taught that, like, the Bible is metaphorical. You know, there wasn't actually two animals lining up pair by pair in the Bible. That is what I was taught. I was taught that there was a literal Adam and Eve and a literal Garden of Eden, and there was a literal Noah building an ark. So I believed it for a long time. Still do. But it falls apart pretty quickly when you start to think about it. Well, Nick, that's just because you're not, you don't have faith. Isn't Noah supposed to be like a thousand years old when he died? Mm, I don't remember. So maybe perhaps the name now inspires longevity. He died 350 years after the flood at the age of 950. Damn, what was he eating? <laughs> the maximum human lifespan, as depicted by the Bible, gradually diminishes thereafter from almost 1,000 years to the 120 years of Moses. You know, if you want people to believe your shit, why are you writing that guys are living to 950 back in the time when they're shitting in the street, they don't, they don't wear clothes, they've never taken a bath? We're supposed to believe that? Anyway. <laughs> and that God doesn't like the amount of sodomy happening all around the world, so he's going to wipe it out by having everyone drowned to death in this crazy flood. <laughs> well, that makes sense. But joke's on him, because right after they repopulated the planet from the flood, the sodomy picked right back up and has enjoyed its heyday ever since. Yeah. Exponentially so. Well, number one is all you need left. My hint for here, for this one is, I have a very specific set of skills. I will find you, and I will kill you. Liam. Liam, as in Liam Neeson, is number one. It was also number one the last year. It is a boy's given name of Irish origin, points to a strong-willed warrior, so baby can hope to embody courage and determination as they flourish. Liam is popular in Ireland and the United Kingdom with celebrities such as One Direction's Liam Payne and Irish actor Liam Neeson. Good old Qui-Gon Jinn. Liam Neeson, I mean, he might almost be 950 by now, right? Uh, possibly. There's also Liam Hemsworth. Hmm. Yeah, Liam Neeson is 70. Damn. Wow. That means when Taken came out, he was like 58 or something like that. He was already taking a host of pills to make himself feel normal. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like the name Liam. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. It's neat. Something about it. Yeah, it's neat. <sighs> Listen to this guy. It makes you want to keep charging on to be tenacious. All right, top 10 baby boy names. Number 10 was James. Number 9, Leo. Number 8, Asher. Number 7, Levi. Number 6, Lucas. Number 5, Mateo. Number four, Elijah. Number three, Oliver. Number two, Noah. Number one, Liam Neeson. That's the whole thing. Like the whole, Liam Neeson is the baby's name. Like that's the first name. Right. Four L names. Yeah. So Buster, what'd you think? Does this make you want to have some more babies? Yeah, I think I'm gonna have 20 more babies right after this and name them in these orders. Yeah. Well, anyone out there that's listening, if you decide to have 20 babies because you were inspired by today's episode, let us know. And their middle name can be Nick or Tenish. Let's go with Tenish. Okay. Noah, Tenish, etc. <laughs> no, Liam Neeson, Tenish, Amel. Okay. I think yeah. we're looking at the next president. <laughs> I think we're looking at the next Antichrist. <laughs> Remember, you had that family member that thought Barack Obama was the literal Antichrist? By family member, do you might mean my parents? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to out them so explicitly, but yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so many things from my <laughs> religious rural Oklahoma upbringing. 
God bless Oklahoma. God bless America. Only because he was so well-spoken and one of the predilections of the Antichrist in Revelations is that he will unite the world and be a good speaker, etc. And it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't, because that means every charismatic person is instantly suspect to be the next Antichrist. I'm sure it had nothing to do with him being black either. It, it trips your alarm 24-7 that there, there's always signs, there's always something brewing that could be in the Revelation and that's part of it, but I digress. We don't need to get into that. Instead, we're talking about cute baby names and things that are trendy. Barack Obama, listener of the show. One hell of a president, one hell of an ass. Oh, yeah. I'm disappointed he, none of his names were on the top ten. Yeah, same. Barack Hussein Obama. I'm not disappointed that the listeners are listening to us now. I want to thank everyone for listening to us. You are welcome to name your next baby after me and Dr. Buster. Mm-hmm. And if you want to give me feedback on today's episode, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, at TennisPod. Any last words, Buster? Maybe they should share with us their favorite baby names or what their children's names are. No. I'm not interested. Or their least favorite. I'm not interested. Sorry. I did think it was a really interesting experience. Because in the last year, we had to think of a first name and a middle name for both a boy and a girl that we'd be okay with. And it was a very interesting experience to kind of think of, all right, what's the baseline theme? What do we want to go with? What sort of consistency do we want to have if we have more than one child? And then really navigating the individual names and remembering all the associations that we may or may not have with certain names was illuminating. Something I didn't really anticipate, but it was interesting. Yeah. And... The most interesting part was how your wife was so adamant that you named the baby Adolf. Boy or girl. Luckily, we had a girl, so Adolf did not get used. You really dodged that bullet. Her name is Adolfa instead. (laughs) It really keeps people guessing. And when they ask us the origin of the name Adolfa, I say, oh, it's Greek. They say we just love dolphins. All right, I think we're done here. This has been episode 206. I will be back next week with a new guest for episode number 207. Thank you and goodbye. See you later.